Growing the Game with Ballsy is a podcast dedicated to growing the game of football in Saskatchewan. Each week, Michael Ball will talk with writer guests, but he'll also highlight amateur athletes, coaches, and builders in this province growing the game we love. Now, here's Ballsy. Hey, thanks for taking time out of your day to check out the podcast. It's been a long time since we actually talked about live three-down football action, but this podcast is still here to keep the stories alive until we return to the field. And this venture wouldn't be possible without these great sponsors. Face First Medical Aesthetics, Pizza Huts in Saskatchewan, Mark Greshner Photography, Sass Selects Football, Double Z Egg Sales in Weyburn, Paul Waldo at Royal LePage in Regina. And it's time now for our homegrown segment for Riviera Egg Seeds in Radville, Southern Saskatchewan's premium certified seed grower, delivering homegrown certified durum, yellow peas, and chickpeas. Today in the spotlight is offensive lineman Matlin Riley from the U of S Huskies, who was selected seventh overall by the Rough Riders way back in the spring of 2020 in the CFL draft. Now, Riley just signed with the team this week, so I think it's worth revisiting my interview with him just after the draft. He's got a great message for the young student athletes out there. Now, do we go by Matland or Matt? Uh, we can just go by Matt. By Matt. Hey, do you ever, d- did your mom call you Matlin when he got in trouble? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, were you a pretty, uh, were you a pretty um, agreeable teenager or did you get in trouble lots as a young kid? Oh, no, I was pretty agreeable. Yeah. Um, I didn't get in too much trouble. What's the wildest thing you've ever done, Matt Riley? Wildest thing that maybe you got in trouble for? Oh, I mean, probably mom doesn't even know <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, really? That's a good question. Stuff your mom. See, that's a question they should have asked you on the old uh, Zoom interviews with the CFL teams, right? Yeah, probably. That, that is a good one. What, what's the uh, What's the wackiest question you got? What kind of questions did you get from a CFL teams? Did you get any weird ones? Uh nothing. Nothing too weird. Probably the most out-of-the-box one was who would you sit down and have a coffee with three people that are alive. So. And who would you answer it for us? Yeah. Um, I would be Bill Belichick, I think. It'd be interesting just to pick his brain about football. That would be for sure. And uh, Albert Einstein, you know, just being an engineer, I'd like to see what he has to say about physics. And it'd just be interesting to listen to him talk. And uh, I can't remember what my third one was, but probably like Quentin Nelson. He's a really good NFL mm-hmm. guard. Just mm-hmm. see what he has to say about playing the game. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, he's a guy that uh, is definitely solidifying that Indianapolis Colts offensive line. Okay, on to Matt Riley. Where were you when you heard uh, you were uh, picked by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? Uh, I was just in my apartment here with my wife, and we were Zoom calling with my family. It was kind of funny, actually, because our internet was lagging um, while we were watching the draft, so they all found out before we did, and we were a little confused because everybody was cheering, but eventually we figured out what was going on. (laughs) It's kind of a weird moment, isn't it, with this whole pandemic? Does that take away from uh, your special day a bit? No, I don't think so. It was still really good, and yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. So uh, when, when something like that happens and you're drafted, Who's the first person or people that pop into your mind? Huh. Oh, that's a good question. I don't really know if I had anybody pop into my mind, but uh, I just wanted, obviously, to celebrate the moment with my family, and I was happy that I was able to. So 
That was the biggest thing. Who's the biggest influence in your football career to this point, Matt? Hmm. Uh, it would either be uh, Scott Flory, Lane Brixa, or uh, Evan Johnson. All all those guys helped me significantly. Obviously, Scott being a great CFL guard as he was, and then uh, just as a, when I was a young player on the team, I really tried to stay close to Evan as he was one of the veterans and obviously a really talented player. Yeah, um, Matt uh, Riley joining us here. Seventh overall selection by your Saskatchewan Rough Riders. What does it mean to be a Saskatchewan Rough Rider when you're a kid from Melford, I believe? What's it What's it feel like to be a Saskatchewan Rough Rider? Did you always grow up wanting to play in the CFL and be a Saskatchewan Rough Rider? Yeah, I mean, when you're a kid, that's, I mean, obviously it's a dream, but it's just so far off in the distance that, uh, you know, it's hard to even imagine that that could be a reality for you. So, I guess when I was growing up and playing football, I just kind of focused on every day and tried to get a little bit better and work on progressing to the next step, whether in high school or in university. So just taking that small increments makes that dream kind of, you know, come true. So it's an amazing feeling, though, and I'm really honored to be part of the Riders now. Yeah, no kidding. So when did you realize, Matt Riley, that you could make this a profession? And engineering is going to make you more money down the line. But when did you realize you could make money playing football? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I mean, maybe I still haven't realized it because I haven't got paid yet. So maybe we'll <laughs> save that question until I start, yeah. um, you know, playing and actually bringing in a salary. But probably in university, when I started to kind of excel in my third year of eligibility, I was like, okay, well, you know, this might be a reality in the future. Yeah, for sure. And you certainly have excelled. Uh, how did you get into the game of football, Matt? And how long have you been playing for? Yeah, so unlike a lot of kids who play in the city, I didn't start playing football until I was 15 because that's as early as you could start in Melfort. And, I mean, I was kind of recruited by my high school football coach in the hallway one day. He's like, hey, I was like in grade eight or something. You're going to be uh, coming out for tryouts next year? I'm like, yes, sir. And he's like, okay, sounds good. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I first put on the pads when I was actually, I guess, in grade eight. We were allowed to do spring camp with the older kids. So that was the first time I put on a pair of football pads. And, yeah, I guess it stuck. Uh, Matt Riley joining us here for a couple more minutes, and we're pleased that the uh, seventh overall selection for your Saskatchewan Rough Riders could talk to us here on Growing the Game with Ballsy. What's your favorite thing about the game of football, Matt? Uh, I'd say it'd have to be the teammates, the people that you get to play with. The game itself is a lot of fun, but the connection and the friendships that you make through the game, those last a lifetime. So. I'd say that, yeah, that's probably the best part for me. In terms of a unit, the offensive line is probably the most, uh, you know, the most clicky, and I mean that in a good way. Like you talk about, you just mentioned it, friends, unit, people you play with. Like that unit there, it's the Hoggies. It's a special group, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's special because uh, on the football field, you know, we're pretty, I think, yeah, we're the only group that really has no stats. You know, offensive linemen, you don't get any stats. You play position for other people to succeed and that's what you have to love about it and as an offensive lineman you just have that bond with everybody else they all understand that idea and they're just you know you love battling with your brothers in the trenches 
and it's a special feeling. For sure. Uh, Matt, what have the riders told you they expect from you? You know, I listened to the draft on TV there. TSN did a pretty good job of covering it, and they were talking about how studious you are. I talked to your head coach, Scott Flory. He feels that you're, uh, you're the heir apparent to Dan Clark with your smarts and your quick, uh, quick of footwork and that uh, nice uh, center of gravity that you'd be a great center. Have the riders told you what they want you to do? Uh, they haven't talked too specific yet. I think that'll come more down the road in training camp and just see what happens. For right now, they've just told me, you know, don't have a whole bunch of expectations on yourself. Just come into camp in the best shape that you possibly can be and play like you've always been playing because we drafted you for the kind of player that you are. So, I mean, that's going to be my game plan, just coming in, obviously using this extra time that we have here to get my body in the best shape possible and you know, coming in and competing. How, how do you stay in shape, Matt? Because it's not a regular off season. It's weird. Yeah. So that is, you know, it was a challenge for the first little while. But luckily, I was able to get my hands on a squat rack and a bar and some free weights, and you know, was able to set up a actually pretty decent little weight station. So I've been able to do pretty good workouts here at home still. Dude, I got to ask you two more questions. How tough is it being an engineering student playing football? That's that's not an easy thing to do. My son is a, or was considering going into engineering, and when he was at the U of A doing his recruiting, they said, "You yeah, listen, you're not playing football the first year. You're going to be uh, you're going to be redshirted. You're going to have extra tutors. We want to make sure uh, you succeed in that field. How tough is it, man, doing that?" Yeah. So what I tell all the rookies is at some point in your uh, football career if you're an engineer you're either going to want to quit engineering or you're going to want to quit football so you better love both a lot um yeah it, no it is hard but the reality is, is that it's doable you just have to be good at time management and you figure that out really quick within your first season like you don't when other um guys from you know your team come home they might be playing video games or whatever you're sitting down and you're doing another hour and a half of homework before you go to bed and during the day, you just have to be really smart. If you have an hour and a half free, you don't sit on your computer looking at social media. You get down to business and you get homework done. Um, I guess then also you have to have good friends too because when you miss so much time just for traveling and everything, you obviously have to have people that you can get good notes from and that are willing to take an extra five minutes to explain something to you that you might have missed in class. That is outstanding words, man. I've already you're I already want to buy a Matt Riley jersey just to listen to you talk like that. That's outstanding. Hey, uh, so Matt, did what did you reach a point in time where you wanted to give up one or the other? <laughs> oh, I mean, there's a couple of times where uh, my roommate, he was also an engineering uh, student, and we both would talk each other off the cliff once in a while. Yeah, there was uh, some nights I remember, especially in my second year eligibility. Sorry, I guess first year eligibility, second year on the team. When it was my first year actually playing and engineering was starting to get hard, it was like in midterms in the season. I was like, oh my goodness, like I'm just losing it right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, you, you just have to survive through those couple of weeks and then it evens out and everything gets better. Okay, lastly, uh, I've watched you play because I've covered youth sports for over 20 years and really enjoy your uh, play. But the sad commentary on our sport is in Canada, we seem to not promote our own. I know you guys have a healthy following at the U of S, but a lot of Ryder fans wouldn't know who you are and, and they're going to know who you are. But just for them, uh, explain to them what kind of like, how do you describe your style? What's the strongest part of your game, I guess, Matt? Yeah. Um, I'd say that I just with last year and how we ran our offense, it seemed like we ran the ball like 70% of the time. I'd say the run, the run game is my strongest part. 
at this point, just being able to finish blocks, being really aggressive. All of our interior offensive linemen at the U of S, we play hard, we play mean. Um, but we're also really intelligent. And I guess just within U Sports, we covered a lot of blitz. We had to deal with a lot of teams bringing us pressure. So we got really good at figuring out uh, what guys we need to block. Yeah. One of five Huskies drafted on a draft day in the Canadian uh, college football draft. I appreciate you uh, stopping by, Matt. Congratulations. And we can't wait to see you in a different uh, green and white jersey, a rider green and white jersey. All right. Take care, my friend. All right. Thank you. Ten bits from around the world. Jennifer Lopez denies she had Botox. <laughs> yeah, right. I've even had Botox, and there's nothing wrong with it. If you do it in moderation with a great injector like Crescinda at face first, it's it's perfectly fine. I wonder, though, if J-Lo learned to lie about injections from Alex Rodriguez. Sports venues are being used as COVID vaccine sites. Barry Bond says getting an injection at a baseball stadium brings back memories. Oh, the memories. Can, can you stick it in my left cheek, please? Southern California is battling a more contagious strain of COVID-19. Now, the last time doctors in LA battled this many flare-ups, it involved Charlie Sheen. The first ever text message was sent on December 3rd, 1992. It said, Merry Christmas. The response, new phone, who dis? Dolly Parton may get a statue at the Tennessee State Capitol. It's expected to be popular with tourists who need shade on hot afternoons. The uh, new Jacksonville Jags coach is Urban Meyer. He comes from Ohio State in Florida, so he's got experience with paid athletes. No problem. And I'll leave you with this. Lots of talk of Drew Brees in the last day or so. Some people suggesting he's overrated, which is ridiculous with all his great stats. And he did lead New Orleans to a Super Bowl and put that franchise and city on his back after Katrina. People forget about that. Dude donated millions of his own dollars to everybody, all races. People forget about that. They just think about this whole, I'm going to stand during the national anthem. Which, by the way, that was his prerogative. Anyway, this might add fuel to the whole he's overrated argument. This is a sad stat if you're a New Orleans football fan. The Saints have won 49 regular season games over the past four seasons without, without making it to the Super Bowl. This has been Growing the Game with Ballsy. If you have a football story you'd like to share to help us grow the game, email Michael Ball at mball at harvardbroadcasting.com. Ballsy can be heard weekdays in Regina on 104.9 The Wolf Morning Show and during Saskatchewan Rough Riders and U of R Rams broadcasts on 620 CKRM.